Welcome to 24 Karat Conversations with Phyllis and Rhonda, where two best friends decided to start a podcast on real women, real friendships, and real issues. Our mission Bible verse is Job 23.10. Yet he knows the way I have taken, and when he has tested me, I will emerge as pure gold. We want to encourage, inspire, and offer hope in a world where life can seem to be unrealistic. Be a support for you to cheer you on as a wife, mother, daughter, sister, and friend. Most of all, you get to relax and laugh with us about all things women. Plus, we like all things sparkly. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Hello, 24 Carat Tribe. Welcome back. Hi, peeps. We are super excited to have you here with us today. Yeah, and we have a special guest with us that we met through social media (laughs) again. (laughs) Seems to be a flow with us. Um, Her name is Sloane Ketchum. And Sloane is um, someone that we resonated with because she has kind of a hard story and also someone that is, uh, uh, I would say, a fighter and an encouraging person. Sloane um, actually will be telling her personal story of being a mom at a young age. And also, uh, she is someone who has written her own book that is called Beautiful Girl, You Can Do Hard Things. Um, and so, Sloan, welcome to the show. Yes, We're welcome. excited to get going and just dive into this story of yours. So uh, tell us a little bit about you. And let's start with the story of you being a young mom. And what age was that? Yeah. Okay, I will. First of all, thank you, Phyllis Rhonda, so much for just this special, um, I hope it will be an anointed time. Um, and I just, I can feel it. I know it will. Actually, I will just claim that. And I just want to say thank you so much for having me. So, yeah, um, you know, my story is I was 16 years old when I had my oldest son. So I have three children now. Um, my oldest is 22. Yeah. Uh, just graduated from film school, lives in L.A. He's doing amazing uh and, but if we go backwards, you know, I was a 16 year old girl with a baby in my belly. Um, mm-hmm. and it really changed the course of my life. I'm from a small town, uh, less than 3000 people. Um, there is one world in and one road out, uh, mm-hmm. into my town. And, you know, um, and I was a good kid. I was an overachiever. I was in the, the advanced placement classes and, um, unfortunately I was searching, I was searching for love in all the wrong places. Mm-hmm. Um, and, wound up in a very um, abusive relationship mm-hmm. and um, ultimately that ended up with um, with me pregnant. And what was, I think, probably as I look back now, very obviously a very pivotal time in my life, um, there was something inside of me, uh, literally a baby, but literally, <laughs> um, there was a boy, literally a baby, but there was a voice that was very strong. It was actually a lot stronger than anybody else around me, right? The right. people around were caring and concerning, and they were adults. And now that I'm an adult, I can only imagine what that looked like, you know? Yeah. Um, but I remember, I'll tell you, the moment was, because as I was, like, going through this pregnancy, I could see that, okay, I, my belly's starting to show, kids look at me differently, now friends aren't, now I'm, like, contagious, right? So now <laughs> I can't, my friends... I'm not included in the things. And right. I just kind of was a loner. And um, and then what happened was, though, then I had the baby. The baby came. I chose for some reason to have him naturally. 
think that was. Oh, that was I'm so a, sorry. I don't know who, right? Like, I remember I did actually go to Lamaze, which was like, which was also a strange thing. I think at 16, like they came yeah. to school and I went, anyways, it's a long story. So I ended up like having this mindset that, you know, this is, you guys, I've never shared this story before. <laughs> um, we bring so, that out Yeah, we do that. <laughs> there you go. So I'm, um, I'm, I'm there in the hospital room and I'm like, I'm gonna have my baby natural, right? And they're like, huh? <laughs> and I thought, yeah, I probably should like feel what this feels like. You know what I mean? And, no, you um, don't have to. <laughs> Yeah, right? Exactly. <laughs> Hello. So I go through this process and I and it was it was one of the most empowering wow. like feelings. I learned in that moment um that I was gonna have to in the moment literally lean into the pain. Yeah. Right? Because if I didn't lean into it, whenever I resisted, I remember it like hurt more. So I thought, Okay, I'm gonna sink into this, do what the coach told me and I'm gonna breathe through it. And that became just this metaphor of beautiful girl, you can do hard things. Wow. Um, because we can lean through and into that pain. Yeah. And then I remember, um, and then, you know, he was born and it was amazing. And in an instant, I think so many different things shifted in myself and in my family, obviously. Because um, it was me, my mom and my dad. Thank God they were supportive. Yeah. Um, and when they found, they didn't look any other which way but okay what do we need to do to help you and we're going to raise this boy with you and we're going to do these things together right and so um but I remember like the room cleared the hospital room was really busy you know when you're 16 and you're having a baby I didn't realize this but it's like a a not a normal not normal but like it's like a high alert kind of thing right Uh, yeah so there were doctors and it was a very busy room then I remember everybody leaving Mm-hmm. And, you know, they came to kiss the baby and the mom and my grandma and everybody and they finally left. And I remember holding Mark. Um, he's named after my dad. So mm-hmm. I remember holding him in my arms and looking out the hospital room and thinking to myself, like, um, when the world and, you know, because I could see the way, like, people were looking at me, right? right? Like, almost as if I write this in the book, almost as if, like, there was a grief going on. Mm-hmm. There's a moment where a woman came up to my mom on a soccer field and she kind of like touched my mom and she was like, Oh, I'm so sorry. And wow. she looked at me and I remember thinking like, why is she so sorry? Yeah. Right. Like, what is she sorry for? Right. <laughs> Who died? <laughs> I just had a beautiful, healthy baby. <laughs> remember, I was 16. Yeah. yeah. I was oblivious. Right. I thought I knew everything. So I was like, what's she sorry for? Well, yeah. I remember all those doctors and giving birth and I was holding Mark and, Everybody kind of cleared, and I could see it in their eyes, right? That mm. oh, I'm so sorry for her. And I remember, I remember, I'll never forget this moment. Um, I looked out the the hospital window, holding my baby, tears coming out of every, you know, all the eyeballs. Yeah. And I remember um, making him a promise. So I whispered in his ear, and I said, "I will never give up on myself or my dreams, mm. and I will do this to show you." That regardless of our current circumstances, we are not this. Mm. Because God's promise is for a prosperous future. He has a plan. And this is a part of that plan. Absolutely. We yeah. just don't see yet. Yeah. So I wow. knew then at 16. I didn't know anything else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank the Lord. I knew this. That, yeah. that wow. the mess that we were in 
it would be our blessing. And a lot of people write that hashtag, your bless is your mess, and, right. or your mess is your bless, right. or whatever. Make your mess is. your message. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Make your yeah. mess your message. Yeah. I'm like, oh, honey, let me tell you. Yeah. Yes, right? Because we have no other option. Right. Um, yeah. Kind of, that, that's the whole, um, you know, my mantra. That's why my mantra has been, you can do hard things. Yeah. And the subtitle of the book is actually how to turn your pain into purpose. And I love um, that. The calling on your life. I love that yeah, slow. I mean, you. let me tell you, I just, I was talking to a woman just uh, recently and her, her son's girlfriend is pregnant and they're young. And I just mm-hmm. remember encouraging that mom and being like, you know, you're here. So there's like, there's nothing you can do at this point, right? Like you're not, you can't regret those things that happen. Like that's part of your life. It's part of things that are happening. But, you know, Mm -hmm. she was feeling again, you know, like you said with the grief, Mm -hmm. like a lot of people like, Oh, what did she do wrong? Oh, well, you know, it's like you raise your kids, they make decisions, they make mistakes. Mm -hmm. And then you walk through those mistakes with them. Right. Like I think a lot of times parents want to go immediately to fixing fixing it. And it's like, you know, you can't fix it. And I, I think that's great that your parents were, so incredibly supportive. I love that you said leaning into the pain. That's what I wrote down too, yeah. because that's a metaphor for life mm-hmm. is that we try to amass the pain or get through it right away. We're going yeah. through a study where it's like, you have to grieve the pain. You have to like learn those lessons through the pain. Yeah. 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 So true. It, it is the only way, right? Like mm-hmm. I'm always um, reminded, especially in a season that I'm in right now, that uh, the hard things bring bring the blessing mm-hmm. that allows us to get to that next stage. Yes, like yeah. that yeah. God God's getting us ready. Yeah, for whatever is next, and that's why we have to move through this. There's so many different metaphors, but I it's know. like you know, how do you get a diamond? Right, you've got to you've got to yeah, go and bang it out. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, I mean that's I mean so that's how, that's the reminder lean into this messy mm-hmm. find um the moment find the moments of joy it's not always gonna it's not always easy i'll tell you what mm-hmm. um but you find them and you yeah. just keep on moving forward well i mean it's through the refining process which i crack up because yeah. all of our guests and i've okay. said this so many times but mm-hmm. all of our guests have been through this refining process where they're able to you know, have gone through it and know that it's the testing of our faith, the things that really like press us mm. and crush us. And, you know, makes you think of, you know, being pressed and crushed like a, you know, the grapes are when they're, you know, pr- produced into wine. And mm-hmm. so I think, you know, if you haven't leaned into the pain, you can't find your purpose, right? Mm-hmm. Like how can you find your purpose without going through the pain? There's no, there's no reason. There's right. nothing beautiful that can come out of it if you live there in the pain. Yeah. And yeah. every single yeah. person that we interview is there is a joy. Mm-hmm. So the, the difference is, is that you can lean into the pain and learn the lessons mm-hmm. and still find the joy, or you can stay in the mess mm-hmm. and be bitter and not find the joy and um, just not see the purpose in life and go through life going, poor me, poor me. But it's like every single story Mm -hmm. we hear, yours included, is so beautiful because as this one woman is patting your mom and saying, I'm sorry, when your son is Mm -hmm. born, you're saying, I promise. Mm -hmm. 
And that's a beautiful place to be. So I love that. What is the biggest misconception that you feel women have about themselves? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> She's like, do we have an hour and a half? <laughs> I literally, if you could see me now, I was putting my hair up in a bun, and then I was like, ooh. <laughs> um, my finger got stuck in the top of my butt. Wow. Um, the biggest misconception that women have of themselves. Um, I think, gosh, you know what? I think after working with, with women and with myself for so many years, I think mm. it's that, that, that resonating, I, am I enough? Mm. Mm. Yeah. Am I enough? Mm-hmm. Will I be enough? I mean, just that enough, you know, yeah. question mark. Is yeah. this, is this job enough? Is this, is not, am I working enough? Am I working too much? Am I, am, is this as me as a mom? Am I not mm-hmm. right? As a woman, as yeah. a friend. As I think I asked that of myself um, this morning. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that is, I, yes, I agree with yes. you. He says yes all the time, right? Like he's always yeah. saying yes. And it, but it's just like that constant um, battle that goes on uh, and that misconception that we are not, I guess I want to wrap it up and saying it's a misconception that we think we are not enough mm-hmm. um, when we just need to come to podcasts like this, 24 karat conversations and <laughs> yeah. be constantly reminded that Absolutely. we are yeah. our sisters doing the things, you know? Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And I feel like as women too, we we're very quick to judge people, um, you know, based on like what, mm. what we're, mm-hmm. you know, what they're doing. Like we're very quick to be like, oh, well, gosh, you know, she doesn't do this or she doesn't do that. And so then, or she does more than you. And then, mm-hmm. so you feel like you are not enough. Like, right. oh, well, look at all these things she does, but then I don't do all those yeah. things. So do, am I not enough? You know, I think that each one of us has our own walk that we're journeying. And I, and I think as women, we forget that like, we're on this journey together. And that's, I mean, that's the whole reason why we even did this podcast. Cause we wanted to know, like our lives are messy. Mm-hmm. They're ugly. They're not perfect. We make mistakes. We'll continue to make mistakes until the day we die, you know? Um, but I do think you're right. I think we tell ourselves we're not enough. We're not doing enough. We're not, mm-hmm. you know, good we enough. Can't measure up. Yeah. No, we just can mm-hmm. never measure up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Flown, yeah. Um, yeah. T- tell us a little bit about your book. Because that leads right into yeah. what your book is about. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, thank you. Yeah, so my book is, um, you know, I really, I wrote this book for my daughter. That's how mm-hmm. it started. Um, I dedicated it to her. And um, it was to share with her some of the hardest things that I've gone through up until that point mm-hmm. And how... Um, through faith and uh, what I call the art of resourcefulness really helped me to journey through, to lean into Mm -hmm. the hard things. Mm -hmm. Because I wanted to especially tell my daughter, she's 14, by the way, Mm -hmm. um, in this day and age, right, that 
there's all these pretty pictures and exactly what you said. This this girl is on Instagram with this many followers and the YouTube stars and you know, this just this bombarding of what I think I, our young girls are going through. Yeah. yeah. I wanted to remind her that life is not always a pretty picture. Mm-hmm. And I know that may sound a little brash because as parents, right? Like I want to too. I want to make I want to save them from pain. I don't mm-hmm. want them to get hurt right. and I don't want her to have to suffer. But through already what we've gone through with her as a teenager, that is inevitable. Right. And if I don't prepare her, um, then then I feel like then I'm I'm not doing the best that I can. And I want to have a spirit of excellence around raising a young girl. Mm. Um, and I haven't done everything right. That's for sure. So what I <laughs> Same. And you, and you won't. <laughs> We have daughters. We know. Yeah. We I make mistakes. Gross. I have a cough, cough, yeah, yeah. almost 30-year-old next week, so I'm, like, freaking out right now. Like, how'd that happen? Uh, and she'll tell you what I did wrong. Right? Oh, that is... I- telling you what i'm gonna get i have to get prepared for that day right (laughs) yeah i mean she still loves me but you know she'll she'll be the first to say well let me just tell you yeah (laughs) well but although you will get those moments sloan that i was um you know i I know Phyllis has had these moments because she's a grandma. Phyllis is a grandma. But um, I just recently became a mother-in-law and I was cracking up because my daughter was telling me like, mom, I never realized how hard it was to be a wife. Like, you know, you Mm -hmm. used to be like, oh, I've got to get this done Mm -hmm. and I got laundry and I've got this and my job. And she was like, what's the big deal? God, you're always complaining, lady. Like, what is your problem? (laughs) You know, only to find out I was, it was like, it was an aha moment. I was like, oh, that felt really, really good. Yeah, when they come back and they go, sorry, I was kind of a brat when I was a teenager. And I was like, oh, honey, that wasn't the B word I was thinking. But thanks. (laughs) They do come back and apologize. So just hang on. The teen years are not fun. Oh, they are not. It feels like a whole nother war, right? Yeah. My, I, my mom can relate because I actually have said that to her many times. Mom, I'm so sorry. It was so horrible. Yeah. I, did, I was such a brat. Other word. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Other word. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, man. So, Sloan, yeah, tell so. me on your book, with your book, like, um, mm-hmm. was it your, like, I know you, you wrote it for your daughter, like you wrote it for her, but where have you found, like, your biggest audience as far as, like, mm-hmm. with the book? Like, mm-hmm. who who has been your who audience resonates. that you've been targeting yeah. it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great question. Yeah, great question. Um, <clears throat> and moms and women mm. uh, that are, you know, and really um, my peers, right? Because, yeah. like, I, and right. I, I love that because it was, like, this way for me to say to my generation of women um, that are all doing these things that we can do it together. So I loved what you guys were saying around, you know, um, I, I think of all boats rise with the tide, right? Like, mm-hmm, I didn't mm-hmm. want to write this book and be like, hey, here, I, this is my book and I'm an expert, you know, because right. I was like, please don't ever hold me to that. Standard. Right. I am not. Yeah. Like, I am no sage from mm-hmm. no stage. I am not anybody's <laughs> anything. That's why we have Jesus. Right. Yeah. So, um, but hey, let me just sh- share with you like my scars and some of my wounds that I'm still going through. Mm-hmm. And, um, and maybe you can take a few things from it and maybe you can share with me some, I just want to have a conversation and that's been the support and the feedback that I've gotten constantly. Um, I'm really happy to say that, you know, every, every other day now since the book's been released, somebody sends me, um, 
a tax store thing and, and just says, Hey, this really inspired me, Mm -hmm. um, to start, to start, just to start dreaming again, Yeah, which is something that's interesting. This is, this has been interesting. I will say there has been more, I've had more conversations with this book around women saying I lost my dream. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize it. And I'm ready. Like, I feel like I, like this is my time. Now, wow. that has been interesting and honestly very unexpected. I didn't, I didn't realize, um, I didn't realize. And, and so I, I can say that my heart is happy around that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's yeah. right. It's nice to see women dreaming again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I don't, I think, you know, sometimes our, you know, we have this dream and it doesn't always pan out exactly as we imagined it. And then, so we feel mm-hmm. like we're a failure, but you know, that is, I mean, part of growing and changing and really fulfilling your purpose is failing. I mean, failing is a big part of who we are. And so I think that, I think that's great because it's true. Like you're not going to, you might have a dream, but there's going to be a lot of like little bumps in the road to get there, you know, and it doesn't mean it's just this straight line, straight, clean line there. Mm -hmm. Well, I have, oh no, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Go no, ahead. no, no. Go ahead with your thought. I was just going to say there's, um, I, talk, <laughs> I talk about that a lot in the book. There's a chapter that's actually about failing forward. And, um, and there was a period, so my point, I wanted to just share this. My point was there was a period in time where I didn't want to say it was a failure, mm-hmm. right? Like I, I um, opened a bunch of boutiques and then I had to close it in Hawaii after like five years because of the, the economy, rent, whatever. Um, and I remember just feeling so devastated and like, oh, but I refused to call it a failure. Mm-hmm. Like I called it something else. I don't know. I morphed it into, oh, that was a challenge or something. And mind you, if that works for you, great. But for me, I had to switch and like embrace the word fail mm-hmm. and just be like, no, you know what? I epically failed and mm-hmm. that's okay. I'm going to own it. Right. I'm totally going to sink into like bad decisions I made, bad business advice I took. I knew better. But I still thought I could lean on my own understanding, right? Mm. So, so there was a moment where I just shifted and I, my spine went straight. And I was like, okay, Lord, I own this mistake. Mm-hmm. I messed up. What's next? Yeah, what's, what's next? next? I like that. And, um, and when I could own it, that was when I could, could go, okay, what's next? Almost like I couldn't, like, you know, kind of skirt around this right. like, epic mm-hmm. Um, epic thing that I did that was wrong and I made a mistake. I didn't yeah. listen. Um, I didn't listen. I didn't listen, and yeah. So, um, so, yeah, and so, you know, I don't know. I just wanted to to just, just, just leave that there. No, I, <laughs> I think that's super important because uh, what you're talking about is being responsible for your life, mm-hmm. good and bad, because yeah. a lot of, I don't like when celebrities say, Oh, I have no regrets over anything in my life. And it's like, really? Because I think you kind of should. (laughs) And, um, you know, I just think like, no, I can look back at some of the things that I've done wrong and take responsibility for that. Because here's the thing. If you don't own it, then he you're going to repeat that lesson. Yeah. He can't show mm-hmm. you another way if you keep saying, mm-hmm. like, I didn't do anything wrong. I didn't do anything wrong. I'm just going to, like, yeah. go to the next thing and try again. It's like, no, but you got to look at deep down and say, 
what was my part in it? Mm-hmm. Even if it's something you, you have to get out of, like for safety or whatever, you still have to say, like, did right. I stay too long? Like, what's my part in it? Yeah. You know, 100%. and yeah, yes, yes, so yes. you have to do that in order to learn the lesson and move forward. Because if you constantly are blaming mm-hmm. other people or saying you had no play in it, I don't think you've learned the lesson. Right. No, that's yeah. So true. Yeah, so good. So mm-hmm. I have one last question for you, Sloan. And this is our standard okay. this is our standard question. So <laughs> get ready. What would you tell your twenty two year old self? I tell her sister. Oh, you can do this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know what you know what I would tell her though? I would actually tell her, um, dot 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 like I would be like sister you can do hard things right and then mm-hmm. I would say dot 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 and guess what you can do fun and easy things too yeah. I've been joking lately yeah I've been joking lately that my next book is going to be called Sis- like sister you can do fun and easy things <laughs> um yeah. ha, 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 right because yeah. God will give you uh some hard things when you write a book about how you can Things. Yeah. And, um, and it was a joke, but then it kind of lingered. And I thought about that. And I thought about how we do condition our minds mm. and the perspective that I've actually had to live because mm. it was my life, right? My mm-hmm. path. And then I said, okay, Lord, is there an opportunity for me now to step into grace? Mm. Can I step into ease and grace? Um, does this business really have to be that hard? Yeah. You know, do these relationships really have to be that hard? Or mm. have I been conditioned? Mm. Has my armor been so strong that to take it off hurts? Wow. And I was like, oh, yeah. And God, you know, for a season gave me Nehemiah all the time. And I was like, why, mm. why? I don't want to fight anymore. Right? <laughs> same girl, same. <laughs> I don't. I yeah. want to put the sword down. Right. Yeah. And then I kind of had this mirror moment where it was like, well, you're the one holding it. I didn't say it to keep up. Oh. And I thought, oh, okay. Got it. <laughs> Ease and grace. Beautiful 22 year old self yeah that's what I would say ease and grace I love that I love that well thank you so much for being on today I mean I just you just have such a great spirit and Mm -hmm. we just are so happy that we had a chance to talk to you so tell us how they can find you on social media how they can connect with you where they can get your book absolutely um yeah so you guys can head over to sloanketchum.com and my book is up for right now um download the digital version you can and um we've been on social i'm at sloan ketchum thank you ladies so much this has been such a great time for my heart thank you for this conversation i really hope that it blesses others as well well, you blessed blessed us today and i will go ahead and put all of her information on our instagram page as well so that you guys can connect with her and she did we had a little bit of a connection issue there right right now but i wanted to let you know that she did say that you can download her book as well so we'll put all that information on our instagram and 24 karat tribe you know we love you go like subscribe share follow us on our new facebook page at 24 Carat Conversations Podcast and on Instagram. And until next time, 24 Carat Tribe, spark along. Bye, Bye.